Welcome back to another segment of Nene and Friends. Sorry, guys, it had cut out before and wasn't recording, but I hope you can you can hear us this time. Um, so yeah, this is Nene and Friends, a show where we listen to some great music, have chats with creatives, and dissect topics like authenticity, vulnerability, and intersectionality. I'm your host, Nene, and today I'm joined with the brilliant and amazing Aisha. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and I've got my co-producer as well, Kavya. Hello. Thanks for having me as well. <laughs> yes. Um, but before we start, I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners and custodians of this land on which we meet today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. I also pay my respect to their elders, past, present and emerging. Okay, Aisha, let's try this again. How <laughs> is your day? Tell me. So, it's been really fun, actually. So, I have a little kitten, and he had a play date today with his kitten friend. Um, they ran around my house, wreaked havoc, um, but it was so much fun. It was so funny to watch. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, how, how about, about you? you? How was your day? Oh, my day. I had a job interview. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that this job was like a, one of them high end type of jobs. Oh. There were like three people sitting. It was a whole panel. Oh, okay. And yeah. there's three people sitting there, and I'm going, "What the freak have I entered? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing." And and they're asking me. They got their notepads all next to each other. I'm thinking, "Nah, I don't think I can do this." Anyway, I don't think I did well. Um, and that's no. okay. We always think that though. No, but. I, I know I didn't do well. <laughs> and that's okay. I've accepted it. I left it. I left the interview room and I was like, you know what? Maybe there's room for something bigger and better. I was yeah, like, always. Creative, there's a creative scenes where yeah. I think I'd like to stay. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. felt a bit too corporate where I was heading. Okay. Yeah. They usually do those panels. Yeah. It's a little scary for It's no too reason. scary. It's yeah. too intense. And I was like, where's the diversity? Oh. <laughs> do you know it's what I'm saying? It's quiet for the corporate world and <laughs> diversity. <laughs> it's quiet. But it's okay. But look, I'm glad we have you here. I want, I know I've got a few people listening to this because I've gathered a whole heap of friends. I'm like, you better listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too, um, actually. Yeah, which would be, oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it'll be good. We get to, like, I want everyone to know who you are. So I want you to give our audience an introduction. Who are you? Tell okay. us. Please, and boast. Okay. Boast. <laughs> All right. I'll try. <laughs> um, so, yes, um, my name's Aisha, and I um, do a couple of different things. I work in my day job um, at a not-for-profit um, this this organisation focuses on young people Amazing. and disenfranchised young people. So um, that's what my not-for-profit does. But I work as a advocate um, for Victorian job seekers who are looking for work. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, bit wow. of a mouthful, but that's my day job. Hey, that's <laughs> one hell of a title to have. I love that. Like, yeah. who are you? I've got this. I've got that. I've got everything above and beyond. Yeah. We're yeah. here for it. Yeah. And how long me. have you been doing it for? So I've worked in this role for just over a year now. Yeah. Um, it's been pretty crazy because most of the time it's been in COVID and lockdown. Mm. Um, so this year has been the first time that I've actually been able to go out and like do the job in the field, which is wow. how it's yeah, mainly supposed to operate. How's um, that been? 
it can be a bit challenging actually so just because there's so many different people with lots of different problems especially after covid yeah so yeah it's um it's been a bit challenging but it's also been really rewarding at the same time yes yeah so many people struggling yeah and covid has been so tough on everyone i mean some people have benefited from it yeah but a whole lot of others have been going through it so it's great that they have people like you yeah that can help and provide Ooh, asia stop (laughs) hit me up if you need a job yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you hear her hit up her line (laughs) i love it but yeah tell us a bit about yourself yeah yeah tell me what are your passions my passion so Mm. i guess more creatively if we're speaking from that lens i um i do some fashion like fashion styling also some costume designing yeah um, but at the moment, I'm pursuing writing and journalism. Yeah. So, sweet. yeah, that's sort of like my main hobby at the moment, doing different... How did you jump from from that to, like, writing and... Yeah. Yeah, how... Yeah. It's interesting because I've gone through a bit of a journey to figure out that writing has been a passion of mine that yeah. I didn't actually really know because... Writing sort of fell into my lap a little bit. Wow. So I was doing, I was pursuing fashion. Like I was like, okay, this is what I want to sit down, learn how to do like sewing technically. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, study how people style and like, you know, get into those industries and yeah. move in those different areas. Mm. But writing was literally the most random thing that's ever happened. And it's actually oh. been so beneficial. I've loved it like every minute of it. Oh my God. Yeah. So if I have some time to maybe tell a story. Go um, on. <laughs> I, in my last year at uni, I was like, okay, I actually need to do something here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was one of those people who would just go to uni, go to my class and then go home yeah. because I lived 15 minutes away from it. Yeah. So I was like, I don't see the point as to being on campus. I was yeah. one of those. Um, so in my last year, it was during COVID times and I was like, okay, I'll just figure out maybe a club or a society that I can like be a part of. And oh my gosh, I okay. joined the Monash African Society. Yeah. Nice. So didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't either. Yeah. Well, that's and nice. Yeah. It was so nice. It's so nice to know that there was like a group of people who were yeah. coming together at Monash too. So yeah, I joined that society and I don't know where I, I'm usually a shy person, but I got the confidence to go on Instagram live and talk about misogynoir and actually debate it as well. Click, click, click. (laughs) Who is she? Oh, I'm here for this. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll just jump on Instagram Live. I had like this debate situation going on with someone else who was kind of like, um, I guess, arguing the point of the term. Right. Um, So I just spoke on there and then I went to work like, the next day and I was telling one of my colleagues I was like oh you've got to listen to this it was like mm. it was such a moment you know there was going back and forth here and there and I was like you know I think you might enjoy listening to it so I sent her the link to like re-watch the live yeah and she watched it with one of her friends yeah. who is an editor at um POCC magazine oh my god yeah sick. yeah and then she was just kind of like does she want to write for us and oh, yeah. Like, that's a blessing. Yeah, in I had yeah. yeah, I had so much like 
interest, I guess, in the topic that it must have come out in the way that I was explaining oh. it. I love um, that. And I think she kind of, yeah, was just kind of interested to see if I could apply that in a more wow. journalistic sense. So, yeah, I, I didn't, I've done, before that, I had done no writing or no journalism before. Wow. So I just started with them. They gave me an, like a volunteer opportunity. Yeah. I was having the best time interviewing all these really, really cool international like Because you have interviewed a few yeah. mega stars out there. Yeah, like some superstars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, please tell us. Tell us yeah. who. Yeah. Well, some of the people at POC that I interviewed, they, yeah, I think I was telling you about this actually. Yeah. It's like some of those creatives I had no idea about, like literally wow. no idea who they were. But they've achieved so many really cool things. Like yeah. um, one of my favourites was um, a photographer, but also kind of like multi-talented creative mm. um, called Dario Kelmes. And he shot the first, he was the first black photographer to shoot a Vanity Fair cover in their How entirety amazing. of the magazine being around. What so, a freaking... Yeah, like. he was, I didn't even know who he was. And doing that interview, I learned so much, like not even just about like photography about so many other things yeah because he was actually um working with adobe at the time to like um they were called something like um presets or something on adobe lightroom and things like that yeah Yeah, so he was making them more like black and poc friendly yeah to like edit images and things like that so yeah he was just like someone really cool that's amazing i had no idea about would have had no idea about if i didn't um, interview him for POCC wow. magazine. And you went in there with like no, just like there's no perspective. There's no like, okay, this is how I view you. You just went in there like. Yeah, a, a little bit, but like before each interview, I do prepare questions, okay, do a okay. bit of research about oh, okay. who they are and what they've been doing. Yeah. But I guess I didn't have any expectation as to how he was going to be in that interview. Yeah. And that's usually what happens is like, you know, you can get an idea about someone based off the internet, mm. but how they interact with you and like, you know, how they conversate with you can be completely different. Totally different. So that's always fun. Like yeah. that's a fun side of writing and doing journalism. Um, but yeah, ever since then, I've just built it from there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, crazy. So the whole point is just if you feel it, just do it. Get on those live streams and just do it. No, but you know what? That props to you for doing that. I don't have any guts to. I just hate hearing my voice on, on, on live or on videos. But everyone actually, you became a radio. And now I'm a radio. (laughs) Yeah. See, now I want everyone to. (laughs) <laughs> listen to my voice no, yeah. no but I love that good on you that thanks. is such an achievement thanks well what do you like what do you hope to do with writing like now now that yeah. you're in it do you want to go deeper further or do you want to join what like emerge what you did before yeah with it or I mean like there was also points where I was thinking about doing fashion journalism so oh, like sick. I guess, culminating the two um, interests that I had. Yeah. Uh, But at the moment, I'm actually moving a little bit away. Like, I love the journalism side of things, and Mm. I'm always interested in interviewing people and doing little write-ups and things like that. But I'm also trying to tap into, like, my writing skills, so doing, like, fiction pieces and, like, short stories and things like that. So I'm wanting to do a little bit more 
about like a little bit more inclined to writing fictional pieces i love that at the moment my god bring it back that's like yeah carvey is here with the clicks yeah yeah that's so cool like just write a story yeah no that's amazing (laughs) bring (laughs) no it's nice and as a woman of color too i think it's great once you see someone who looks like you you know like those who are young and they look at you oh my god she looks like me she's doing something that's yeah that's possible so that's so nice that's Dude, that's such an achievement. We need like a big Thanks. audience. No, I love that. Um, oh, so like, what inspires you to just kind of keep on going? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think a lot of different. I get inspiration from different people, yeah. different places, um, in different ways. I think at the moment what's inspiring me the most in terms of like pursuing writing mm. is having um, a narrative be told from my perspective. Perfect. I think I've always written from someone else's perspective. Ooh. Or, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, especially oh, with magazines, you kind of have to like... A whole wordsmith. Yeah. You <laughs> Stop it. You're actually giving us Damn. goosebumps. Stop it. Okay. Who? No, I need to just <laughs> You are on no, it. It's your perspective. It's a much needed perspective yeah. as well. Yeah, I think like with magazines, you kind of have to seamlessly fit into what they want. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like taught me how to adjust tone, um, write from different, uh, I guess, like talking points, um, ask different questions. But at the moment, I think it would be cool to write from my perspective, my voice, my interests, yeah. my thoughts, all yeah. that sort of stuff. And that's like fiction. You can write anything yeah. that really comes to mind. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, I do, I do want to sort of like continue based off that tip. Yeah. But, yeah, obviously, like creatively, it's always nice to sort of feed off other people who are of in course. the community and yeah. like see different, like even not even writers or journalists, like mm. just see other artists, other um, like people who are, pushing themselves and driving themselves forward in different ways so that's always inspiring as well for me yeah and I guess you also would you say you draw inspiration from your day job as well like Uh, what you do do you yeah does it happen I think my day job like working in community service is an interesting experience because yeah. there's so many different layers to it. Yeah. So you can you can do a job, mm. but you can also do seventy other things behind that job to ah. in order for it to be like meaningful and impactful. Mm. So you can just get up and go to work every day, do what you're supposed to be doing. But when you're working with people, mm. it's like not always as straightforward as what it might seem to be. Yeah. So that's actually a struggle that I have with my job sometimes is because sometimes the higher-ups don't understand what's going on on the ground. Yeah. So, yeah, that can be a bit tricky. But I think my day job more um, feeds into, like, another side of, like, my interests, more like the activism, advocacy side, where I feel like that's where I like to do more of the hands-on, yeah. like, work. Um, maybe not so much the writing side. Yeah. I think I want to keep it more light and like, I don't know, just creative and like yeah. imaginative. So yeah, wow. maybe the two are a little bit different, but I guess in a way they probably do coincide. 
Yeah. Oh my god. I I'm just I'm in awe of you right now this because time. no, <laughs> because I I'm, let me I'm gonna be so straight up. I I don't like writing. I <laughs> I just struggle. I'm just like oh my god, this is too much. My fingers are beginning to hurt. My eyes don't like the screen. Yeah. Like what's happening? And so it's so amazing. I think that it's cool that you found your outlet. And you've used it, and now it's such an advantage for you. It's, it's helping others want who, yeah, you know, who might want to do what you're doing, and you don't even know that, which yeah. is the crazy thing about it all. Like people are watching, people are inspired. I mean, you've inspired me. Oh. You've inspired us, <laughs> and it's great, and I love it, and I think it's so sick that a woman of color is out here just being like yeah i'm about to tell you my story (laughs) (laughs) and you better listen so that's sick that is so sick you've killed it um so give us an example of a a day-to-day um like a day in the life of a journalist like yeah give it like how do you start it and how does it end yeah okay I think realistically speaking, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not an everyday thing. Yeah. Like it can sometimes be that, you know, I'm just waiting for someone to like kind of commission me for a piece, mm. um, especially if you're looking from a journalist lens. Yeah. Um, like working and freelancing can be tricky sometimes because it's on and off work. Sometimes three people, three different publications will reach out in like three days and yeah. now all of a sudden I have so much work to do. Yeah. Um, but then other days I don't hear from anyone for like yeah. a bit and then it can be like, okay, I'll just maybe do some writing and like yeah. some personal writing and things like that. But yeah. for example, if um, I guess at the moment I freelance write for another magazine called Acclaim yeah. and um, yeah, the editor will just sometimes reach out and say, hey, are you interested in interviewing this artist or writing a piece about this? Um, we go back and forth a little bit, yeah, figure sick. out details, things like that, and then I'll sort of get in, stuck into the research side of things. Yeah. So depending on who it is or what I'm writing about, I'll do a bit of research, go online, look them up, see what other talk. interviews, <laughs> yeah, do, do a bit of that stuff, see what they've spoken about in other interviews, right. try and like think of questions that they haven't already answered. Right. Um, which can be really hard. It can yeah. be really hard at times because, like, especially if they're an established artist, they might have done hundreds of interviews. Yeah. Unless so. you're, like, have you seen that YouTuber? I don't know what's his name. He, like, always goes up to all those rappers and he... Nardwa. Oh, Nardwa. Yeah. Is yeah. that the one? Yeah. yeah. Is that his name, Nardwa? Yeah, I think Nardwa. so. Yeah. Nardwa, yeah. And he just knows... That's creepy, though. So I don't know how so he does. Yeah, it's next mm. level. It's yeah. next yeah. level. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he he's a bit different. That's not what I need. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, he's yeah. He's got a next level you just research. Just brought up an interview with like I know all of this about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's not an interview, is it? That's just like I'm just gonna scare you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's cool that you've like you've gotten on to like I think it's a we forget sometimes to acknowledge the steps that we've taken. Yeah. And I think that's a cool step yeah. that you've taken and now you're just going up, up, up. And now yeah. you just go to what you want to do. Yeah. Thanks. Click, clickety, click, girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for it. Um, so I have another question for you. Okay. <laughs> What's something about your creative career that surprised you the most? Um, I think 
there's oh, there's been actually so many things that just rush into my head, but <laughs> I think not knowing that writing was actually going to be something that I'd pursue, because I never thought you could make money from that sort of yeah. like work or that type of work or actually make good money. Like I thought people just kind of did this for experience. Yeah. Like I was not aware that people were willing to pay journalists to write like articles that weren't in big pub like big bigger publications. Yeah. Um but there's so many like smaller publications who are willing and able to pay you for your time, your work Literally. and all of that sort of stuff. Um but yeah, I think that was like a surprise for me. I know it might sound straightforward sometimes, but yeah. especially when you're navigating it as someone who's like trying to pursue it, mm. you often think of like, I don't know if this is just me, but like sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could, you know, make this a career or oh, I don't know if I this will make me money. I'll just oh, do it for fun. Dude, you're like, hitting on all the strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. So that's like something that surprised me the most. Yeah. And how like in demand it is like people reach out all the time and like obviously I'm really grateful and like blessed to have those opportunities but sometimes I'm like me like like why me what have you seen or what have you heard about and like sometimes it just takes one article or like just someone reading one thing it doesn't have to be like a whole history or you don't have to be known to be the writer like you can just put out one piece and someone will be like hey that was nice you can write this for me and yeah I think it's like a yeah it's like a nice industry to be in in that way (laughs) that like reminds me of something I think May and I talked about this um Mm. before about like working laterally instead of working like in a hierarchy that like your community can sustain you yeah and vice versa oh 100% and like people don't really realize that we're so removed from community yeah it's like such an important thing yeah Yeah. Melbourne has a great creative network too oh 100% Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that because I always thought okay you know what it's got to be Vogue, it's got to be GQ, mm. it's got to be, like, all those... Or, like, the Herald Sun or something, for yeah. example, if you want to, like, do a journalist type of... Do, like, journalist work. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, the community's got so many opportunities that people, I think, don't really know yeah. about. It's central to the human experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Spoken like a true Aquarius. <laughs> yes, as I... Community is key. It yeah. is. A sense of belonging. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that can be like you know it can go both ways at of times. Course, yeah, but, you know sometimes you can feel a bit isolated from a community. But yeah, yeah, I've learned, you know, from being someone who never went to uni a day, like other or never socialized at uni, to yeah. being like, okay, I'm gonna go to a writing class and like, oh, or you know, listen to this uh, like artist or whoever speak about their journey and like meet people at that event. It's like. It's super important to yeah. make those connections. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Spoken so wise. <laughs> I want to go back on something you said. Um, you did say a lot of people hit you up and um, are like, hey, oh my God, could you do something for us? Yeah. Now, as amazing as it is, yeah. I do want to know, do you question the authenticity of some people? Are you able to tell apart when some people, like, are yeah. they, uh, you know, yeah. give us some yeah. Did I, did I, I win mean, like, yeah, I think I'm catching what you're yeah. putting down. What my was. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, sometimes, like, I th- I try my hardest not to listen to what I hear around. Yeah, amazing. And, like, you know, 
judge too many people yeah. too quickly. But there has been situations where I've been like, okay, yeah. someone said this about this publication, this person, this whoever. I have to be a bit more careful. And yeah. unfortunately, sometimes they have been correct. Like mm. someone's reached out and I've been like, oh, yeah, someone did tell me about this and this is exactly what's happening to me. Yeah. Um, but then there's other times where you just kind of let grow from that experience and mm. you're like, I'll do this once and then not again. Yeah. Um, and... It's not, like, in in terms of, like, writing and journalism, it's not usually that bad. Mm. Sometimes it can be, like, people will just underpay you for your services. Yeah. Um, or they won't pay you, and ah. then you have to, like, follow up, follow oh. up, follow up. That sort of thing. Scandalous. Which is, a, it's, like, it's bad, but yeah. I guess I've never, like, completely not been paid. I've just had to follow it up. Yeah. Like, Ten times. Oh, <laughs> trying to catch a case. Yeah, yeah. These people, where are their cars? Let's go, yeah, like, let's go <laughs> scratch them. Cars I'll grab my <laughs> No, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. Um, but knowing what knowing what you know now, mm-hmm. um, what advice would you give your younger self at the start of your career? You know, I've thought about this a lot because I'm yeah. someone who's like super nostalgic. Oh. So I'm like thinking about little me all the time. Oh. But Stop it. <laughs> protect that little child. <laughs> no, but I've thought about this and I think definitely be confident in not knowing what you're doing. Like Ooh, I yeah. know it can seem yeah. a bit like contradictory. Better put that. I'm going <laughs> to quote you on that one. Just eyes closed, head first. What she say? No, say no, again. Delusion. Delusion. <laughs> say that. Well. It gets the job done. Be exactly. confident in... Say it again. So, uh, you know what? Um, <laughs> be confident in not knowing, knowing what you're doing. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm an, a, like a primary example of that. I had never written an article in my life. And all of a sudden, I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. Yeah, It's the same thing with styling, actually. Yeah. I remember someone put up on their story, like, oh, looking for stylists for this shoot. Any, I don't know, I don't know what happened to me, actually. I must have had an epiphany yeah. at, like, <laughs> 22 or something. And I was like, any other time, I would have just skipped past that and be like, oh, that's cool. I need to get to that point to be able to reply to that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Skipped back, and I was like, hang on a minute. Who said I'm not a stylist? Yeah. And then I was like, I'm free. <laughs> It's like you, you like, want to choose violence and then they're like, hey, we'll actually get you on. Yeah, Let's exactly. do this. I exactly. love it. And, you know, sometimes I panic. I'm like, oh, they said yes. It's part of the process. <laughs> it's just, you'll still get there. Yeah. And then I've just gone, no, I can do this. Oh, Anyone can do this. It's yeah. just, like, whether you have the drive and the, like, I guess... Yeah, the confidence. It's just yeah. you, you just got to have the fake confidence a little bit yeah. sometimes to feed into the real confidence. We, we, we were just talking about this earlier. Out, please tell them. We were talking about this <laughs> earlier, like how, you know, how it's like psychologically proven that if you fake laugh, your body will eventually like oh, think yeah. you're really laughing and like produce the same hormones yeah. and you'll feel good anyway. I mean, it won't solve the real problem as to why you might be upset, but it does something. Yeah. Like faking it till you make it. I feel like... People have said it so much that it's like lost yeah. meaning, but it's so true. Yeah, it's no, it's so, so true. true. Yeah. yeah, I've never been to like fashion school. I've never done journalism at uni. Madness. I've never bad. had any mentor yeah. actually tell me to pursue that career. Yeah. I've only ever had a mentor like in the community service area of like my career, mm. um, who 
that that's also a really great thing. If you can find a mentor, that would be really Absolutely. beneficial. But I've never had anyone really like, I guess, direct me creatively. Yeah. I've just figured it out on my own. But you don't need to have that many brain cells to figure it out. <laughs> ah, she said like, <laughs> like you just got to pay attention to what's going around. Absolutely. And like, you know, take note as to who's doing what, mm-hmm. what that looks like. Read the pieces when people share them on their stories. Yeah. Um, listen to the music. Do all that sort of stuff. Take note as to what other people are doing. Yeah. Not in like a weird way, but like just absorb what's around you. Absolutely. It and is literally... Like, what do you call it? The handbook is around you. It's free. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. telling you their Ooh. secrets. It's Ooh, free. The handbook is, is around, around you. Quote <laughs> me. Oh, my God. Can we title the episode The Handbook, handbook is, is Around You? <laughs> I think we will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the handbook, the handbook, handbook is Around You. No, that's actually so true. Yeah. It's true, though. I mean, we've got Instagram. Yeah. And, like, we forget just how it is a marketing tool on its own. And it's free. Yeah. I mean, I know... Social media is really fucked up. But, like, still, you know, everything, we can source it. Like, we can all grow as a community. We can do everything when, you know, what am I trying to say? Information is very easy to access because of social media now. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just getting deep and, like, really nah. into it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, got, I got too thorough. Yeah. 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 I, oh, my God. But it's so, it's so true. And I love that that's how you did it. You yeah. were just like, hey. I Heck yes. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. I know. I laugh. So I used cool. to crack up. I'd go like and tell my sister, I'd be like, oh, just reply to this guy's story. <laughs> like, I'm like a stylist. And then like I'd come back two hours later and be like, okay, so are you free on Saturday? Because I need a styling assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And has she come to? Yeah. No. Yeah. We like joke around and we're like, yeah, yeah, that's my stylist. And oh everyone's like, my oh, my God. <laughs> And no one questions you. And if they do, you can be like, I've been styling my whole life. I yeah. mean, mama yeah. helped me. Now look oh, yeah, that's literally like well, the case with me. Life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been like outfits on every day. I'm, so. like, I'm my greatest muse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Oh, you, I hope someone out here listening has. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot Just of so like you know. quotes and Yay. inspiration <laughs> in yeah. all this. Drop your Insta handle so people know. <laughs> Would you? Yeah, we'll, definitely. We'll put it in the okay. As well. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. But we do have one more question, and yeah. we call this the unpacking. Okay. So we just mm-hmm. ask something, and we just unpack together. Cool. We want to hear your opinion. Yeah. We'll hear ours. Yeah. And then. Just have a gab. Yeah. Have a gab. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a gab. So yeah. you, I'll let you do this bit. Yeah. So Nay was telling me how you guys or kind of already talked about this a, a while ago, about how you're in a field that's primarily behind the scenes. Mm. And it's not one that gets a lot of recognition. Yeah. But a lot of the creative industry is behind the scenes. People really only see like actors and models and musicians, but they don't really know how many people work together just to put them up, yeah. to bring them up. Yeah. So I want to kind of talk about that because recognition, I feel like it goes beyond just labor. It's like intersectional. Yeah. And like the 100%. people that are uplifted look a certain way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, let me talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, w- working working as a journalist, like, you must see that a lot. Oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And it, I actually think I never clocked onto it until I actually was doing the behind-the-scenes work. Wowza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then I was like, you can tell. You can, like, 
I don't know if I'm just being oh, mean. No, no, no. But, but you can tell. Okay. This is a safe space. Yeah, you <laughs> can tell when someone's like yeah. behind the scenes or when they're like the main show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, I don't know if it's always a great thing. Like sometimes people who are more, uh, I guess, in the spotlight can give off a certain energy that's not... Um, it's not conducive to like that whole community thing we were talking about. Mm. Um, it's very like me, me, me yeah. vibes. Mm-hmm. And then I sometimes like identify different traits in people and I'll be like, oh yeah, you're deaf. I can see why you're the photographer. Mm. I can see how you're like, you know, <laughs> going around with your videography and like, yeah. you know, you, it's just so interesting. Mm. I've noticed it so much more ever, like ever since I've started becoming the, ba- the behind the scenes person. Mm. I've been like, yeah, I can tell tell my people that yeah. are behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, but you've you I I remember we were saying how there's so much though you benefit from being behind the scenes than the person who just who's always in front. Yeah. Setup, yeah. Which is which is cool. I feel like there's so much more stability and consistency. I don't know. But more consistency through doing stuff behind the yeah. scenes. And I feel like people behind need to get the recognition i mean they do a lot yeah they do do a lot yeah yeah Yeah. i think even off that like with some of the i guess like behind the scenes work Mm. we know that like they build obviously like the the main person the main show whoever's at the forefront of that um of that type of work yeah but i think um understanding like how much you need other people in a journey is also important because like as much as we like to see ourselves as like independent and like no I can do this myself I don't need anyone around me you actually kind of do Mm -hmm. and I was one of those people who was like I can do everything by myself I could I'm like kind of driven and like I can get things done on my own yeah but I've realized that it's really important to have even if it's like not that many people, even if it's just like one or two people, you still need someone to be able to support you in a different way. Whether you're behind the scenes or in front of the camera or whatever it might be, you still need people and you need to make good relationships with people and like healthy, sustainable, respectful relationships in order to move forward. Yeah. So if you're like, you know, being the main show and just thinking everyone's like there to serve you in a way hmm. or to like prop you up hmm. yeah. right <laughs> then it's just like you're not going to be able to like go anywhere yeah. because you're just the people around you are just dropping like flies because mm. they don't want to work with you anymore Ooh. I mean who yeah. there's so many names but the kind of kind of drop yeah. oh. I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but you're so 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 on the dot with that yeah 100% and it's like I think we also forget to you know we forget to ask for help we just forget oh, yeah. like I I think I had a moment where I was just like just so in my head and struggling and I was just like what the frick why am I not yeah why don't I call the person that I know who can do that yeah. why am I being this stupid little bit of bit of baby yeah <laughs> not really comfortable with vulnerability i feel that yeah. takes a certain level of vulnerability You're like Absolutely. i don't have the skill set for this yeah and i need to collaborate yeah. yeah or even just communicating i need more time yeah yeah like, so true why do yeah. we like yeah. feel so pressured to get everything done right when like, like someone says system. jump and you have to jump like you right. know yeah. what i mean instead of being like wait hang on my leg's a bit sore can i just like wait yeah. a couple of days before i do that you yeah. know so uh, yeah, there's so many, so many different things. 
<laughs> the mic. <laughs> the mic just nearly snapped. <laughs> but you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a second. You get it? Oh, Some yeah. tech difficulties. I'm just going to do this. You guys keep talking. <laughs> But yeah, oh my god, that's so true. And I love this. I love how we've just um unpacked on recognition and just everything to do with that. And I'm glad. And I think that's what's great about this show as well is that I think I can get more people who want to I mean, for I guess we can say they're behind the scenes, but truly they're the ones who are the front, who are the ones who are controlling the carriage. They're making... You know what? You're right. They are, <laughs> yeah. And best claim it. Don't be calling yourselves behind the scenes. Yeah, <laughs> true. You are the scene. You are the scene. So I think it's great. And I think, you know, the more and more people that we have who are coming down, and even like yourself, someone who's like... I think it's great because like... How long has it, like, it's taken you how many years to just get to where? Not that long. Right? And now imagine just, oh, my God, just, it's crazy to think, oh, my God, if I've done this in such little time, yeah, what's 10 years, five years, two years going to look like? Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) No, seriously, um, I have not been doing creative things for that long. Yeah. Uh, And I just think, like, it's, it's so... It's such a testament to, like, a lot of, obviously, Melbourne's creative scene because there's a lot of opportunity that can come out of Melbourne. Mm. But um, I think just being open to trying new things as well. Yeah. Um, Especially if it's, like, not something that you think you're good at. Yeah. That's just, like, yeah. That's my, like, main thing all the time. Yeah. Because you don't have to always be, like amazing at something you can make a career out of almost anything if you just have the interest the drive and like a support network around you yeah oh freaking clicks to that what a way what a way to just end this whole (laughs) i love this i'm so glad we got you on here to chat i'm so glad yeah yeah Yeah. no you've truly killed this and i'm so glad that other people who are listening we're able to listen to these wise words. They're gonna quote you in the future. <laughs> they will. And I and I love that thing. I, I totally forgot to mention it, but that what you wrote for a claim. Um, you posted it on your story, but I'm gonna repost that oh. so others see it. Which was Thank to do you. with the violin and how. Oh yeah. So um, this really cool artist. Her name's Sudan Archives. Yeah. Um, she. Uh, yeah, she's another one that actually inspired me because she Amazing. does music. She's yeah. like a singer, I think. Mm. Um, but she has transformed the way that like violins are perceived. Amazing. And she's like made it because she was talking about how like you know people like Jimi Hendrix are mm. uh, you know the guys with guitars yeah. and like it's always a guitar or maybe a piano or a keyboard here and there. Mm. And she's like, I just like loved playing the violin as a kid, so I didn't see why. Like, she was like, I, I don't know why we couldn't just make it a front yeah. instrument. Like, oh. make it, like, the main the main thing. Sick. So, yeah, she was cool. She was really, really cool. Yeah, I love that. And I want to show people... I'm going to repost it on our page, Nene and Friends, and so they can see that. Because once I read that, I was like, wow. I didn't even know they had roots. I didn't even know we were all connected like that. I mean, yeah, the violin, exactly. I just would not have clicked that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's sick. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. But I want to say thank you so much again. Thank oh, you. Thank, thank you. You killed this. Me. Give us, give the audience your um Instagram handle. 
Let them follow you. Okay. If anyone's there. Sure. Um, <laughs> so my Instagram is Aisha, my first name, A-I-S-H-A underscore H. Yes. And tell us, uh, is there any place or anything that you'll be doing in the upcoming future? Um, actually, based off this conversation, I think maybe some of the audience might like to read an article that I'm coming out with. It's like a little think piece. Um, so yeah, it's going to be in a print edition for um, a magazine. Wow. I don't know if I'm actually supposed to say what magazine, so I'm just going to okay, keep it keep at that it, for now. Keep it, we'll let um, it simmer. We'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'll, I'll post it on my story, but it's like just talking about how artists and like different creatives in Melbourne have like gotten to where they are. So I'm just asking all the questions that I like think people or myself were interested in knowing about different creatives and how they got to where they are. Yeah. So yeah, it might be an interesting read for some of them. That's so cool. Yeah, Yeah, well, we'll post that up on all our socials. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Everybody looking. Oh, this is sick. But thank you so much again, Aisha. And oh, this is great. I'm just, I'm going to make sure we'll put this on our Spotify and and all the links above. Yeah. So everyone can have a listen thank to this you. again because yeah. this was sick. Thank but you yeah, so thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <guys>. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved it. But yeah, for now, um, I think I'm just gonna start playing for you guys. Um, some I made a mix called Buddha Lounge, so a nice little car trip for you to just listen to and lounge to. It's pretty funky. Um, but yeah, I'll start playing that. But that was Aisha, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. And this is Nene and Fred.